Welcome back to the Reptiles with Podcast. Today we're hanging out at the Atlanta Repticon in September. But before we get started, hit like, hit subscribe, and share with your reptile-loving friends. This episode was brought to you by Premium Crickets, Reptiles Express, and Repticon Reptile Shows. We're at the end of the year pretty much, dude. We how, are. How did the, the season go? It's been... It's been all right. It's it's definitely this is my first year, you know, doing all this stuff uh-huh. and everything like that show wise. So yeah. I definitely can't complain because this is my first take of it all yeah. and we haven't done horribly. Um, okay. So I definitely mess with it. There's highs and lows, but that comes with everything that comes with the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so so th- since this is the first year that you're doing this, what were you doing before it? So mainly like her being working with some just, shit. yeah, just the social media stuff uh, for like okay. a year and a half before that. I was in a small like little reptile shop and whatnot, but mainly gotcha. just herping, doing all that stuff, like building content before I was even making content and stuff. Basically, yeah. um, all that jazz. Did you, know. you did you breed any of the venomous stuff? So no, I okay. actually I just I just started keeping venomous. All my experience oh, okay. was through herping everything in the wild and then going to the private keepers their collections as well as these other big facilities and going and helping out there yeah um but i just i just recently i got a little copper and i have a big cane break now yeah yeah, Um, yeah. those things are great i love it finally like being a keeper because like all my friends used to tease me being like oh you got nothing like you're (laughs) you're doing nothing like you keep your non-venomous fake snakes over there but (laughs) the the, the venomous hobby can be a little, little toxic. No, no pun intended. That is funny. But that is funny. Yeah. yeah no, I, uh, I was telling, I was telling my wife the other day. I don't think I would handle anything. Uh, maybe I could hook something, but it's like I just have no experience at all, and I don't think that I have me personally any business doing something like that. That's gonna put the animal in harm's way because I might be nervous. And, you know, obviously I don't want anything bad to happen to me, right? Yeah. I say for you, man, you definitely, it's not for everyone. It's not something, like, anyone needs to do. Yeah. But you have access to so many non-venomous snakes. Yeah, yeah, And I know there's a hook around. A snake's a snake. Yeah. Start working them on a hook. Get comfortable with it. You're comfortable with how to move the hook. You're comfortable with the way a snake works on a hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be the exact same, but you're more comfortable in that field where, even if you weren't trying to go out and delivery do it, you are in Florida. Yeah. You have venomous snakes. They could be in your yard. Yeah. And you yeah. might want to move it, and you want to move it safely, you know? Exactly. So just knowing what to do is always great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't have to take the hot approach immediately. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to start with the loaded gun. We used to have a friend. It's been years that I've spoken to this person um, that he pretty much went through and i've said it before on the podcast so i'm sorry if you're listening and you've heard this before but he went through all the phases of reptile keeping in a year he started at the beginning of the year with a bearded dragon that's adhd Uh, crazy yeah yeah a month (laughs) later was like i bought all these ball pythons to start breeding them and then two months later he's like okay i'm gonna start i got he got some blue tongues A, a, a month after that he's like well i went to the everglades and caught these berms and now i'm keeping them and then two months after that, he's like, yeah, I just drove to South Carolina to the Reptile Expo and bought a whole bunch of venomous snakes, and I just drove back down to Florida. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? We went to his house, and all of his old animals, bearded dragons, ball pythons, gone. It was all venomous everywhere. And then his partner at the time, you know, was not about that shit. Yeah. You know, so it was it, it was weird. It was weird. It's, yeah. definitely, it's definitely an addictive thing with all the animals, yeah. but once you start working with your venomous stuff, like, 
obviously adrenaline's coming into play. Yeah. And yeah, I feel yeah. like a lot of us reptile keepers are already like we like that adrenaline. We like that rush, a little bit of excitement. Yeah. So once they step into that world, like some people, they, they tend to lose it a little bit. Yeah. And that's when like it could be dangerous because like a lot more at least because you're getting in a bit over your head at that point. Mm-hmm. Once you have that many snakes, you could be the best of the best. But like the more venomous snakes there is, the more you're working with them, the yeah. more and more you're likely to potentially have an accident. Yeah, yeah. It's like. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where you, if you're gonna be working with it, you gotta you gotta be safe, and you have to put if if you're interested in it, you gotta put yourself in a situation where you, where you search for the knowledge. Um, when I was like fresh into the reptile hobby, because I mean I've told you I, I got into this stuff late. You know, mm-hmm. um, I was the last uh, tour that I went on. Our van broke down. Uh, it was like somewhere between Tennessee and Georgia, actually, uh, in some mountain, whatever. So we're there on the side of the road, you know, and all my friends, they're on these like rocks smoking, whatever. We're just yeah. waiting for the van to cool down. And like I said, brand new into the reptile hobby, my dumbass was like, I'm just going to flip some rocks. I'm just going <laughs> to see, you know, like I've never herped before, but I'm going to do it right now. Yeah, yeah. So then my friend is standing on a pile of rocks, you know, so I put my head under where he's standing and i don't see anything fresh into this shit like i don't have an eye for any of this stuff and then i just hear and then my eyes just focus in and dude when i tell you there was a timber right here by my face bro eye to eye so i jumped up and i was like oh fuck there's rattlesnakes everybody get the fuck out of here (laughs) you know so we all like it wasn't even like a jump like let's say this was the rock this was my friend we just kind of like levitated just, just flew yeah, away, yeah, man. We just flew. That's the best way to uh, do it. Don't get so, their feet down there. So within that, like, maybe, like, 16-foot area that we were at, we started just, like, walking back and forth on, like, the opposite side of the barricade, and we counted 16 of them just there oh, damn. hanging hey, out. Got, that means you hit a dense spot right there. Exactly. That's what that stuff is perfect yeah. for. Like, all those piled-up rocks, all that stuff, yeah. like, that is gold. That's what you're looking for. Dude, that's crazy. I, you, and it, I think because of that, it kind of put me, like, in the headspace, like, where I, in no matter what situation, I'm just not prepared. Yeah, you, know? you got it. Yeah. Gotta as far as, like, when it goes, like, being out there, like, I mean, it all depends on, like, what state you're in, obviously, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, yeah, in the wild, it's still the wild. Like, when like, like you got to still think of that. We like to, like, lose that thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's a public park. It's like, yeah, it's a public park, and there's native rattlesnakes yeah, yeah, under yeah. all these rocks. Watch yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any, like, uh, crazy herp stories? Anything that, like, sticks out? I mean, as far as, like, not, like, oh, man, that's, like, what you just got right yeah, there, yeah. like, super close call or anything like that. Honestly, no, nah, just, like stuff that happened while herping not even with a herp like i was in puerto rico and we were looking for some cave boas yeah and we're, we're hiking we're all up in these mountains and we're checking in all the caves we're going in and out and we seen one from a distance that we hiked up to when we get up to it it wasn't a true cave it was more just like a little cove yeah yeah but in it we seen these vines going up into the thing like yeah. way up in the mountain there's just like a little hole so i'm messing around I was like oh i'm gonna climb and i start climbing and i'm shaking it yeah 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 and i'm like oh get my picture and then I just hear this noise. It sounded like a tornado was happening. Like, you just hear mass amounts of wind. Yeah. Dude, just all out, like, all around my body. They're all just touching me and slapping us all in the faces. Just bats. They all came out of this hole. Yeah. The thing just came out. And I swear on everything I know and love, 
Chicago was up in there. We saw yeah. my first wild albino animal in the world. It was yeah. an albino bat. Flew right out of there, like as yellow as could be, with all the rest of them. And That's like that was like crazy. the ultimate, like one of my, probably my top animal experiences in general. Because yeah. like finding a wild morph of anything is like pretty crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. Never yeah. happening besides that moment right there. And for it to be something like a bat and. Something that's a little iconic. No, it's not leucistic and white like the movie, but still, still something yeah. like that like sticks with me. And then like we always have like that little moment of like, yo, remember when we found Chicago in that mountain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's cool. Do you have like a like a lifer? Do you have like one species that you want to see that you haven't seen yet? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, man. I I haven't been over to Asia. Like okay. I still haven't really been too much in South America and everything like that, Central America. So there's tons and tons. Like yeah. obviously absolute lifer of any herb would be over in new zealand i i want to see a tuatara oh anything. got you yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. anything snake wise i want to see like you know i want to see kings and all that stuff mm. like that just like a wild cobra to me is just so being in north america and everything else like that like we have that's vipers, you know yeah. we don't we don't have we don't see that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like no cobra so that's what's really big for me all that type style mm -hmm. stuff and it's like it's not even more so to catch it's more so to see like love to go to komodo island you know check out the got Komodos, you see got the you friggin everything like that little pit vipers yeah yeah so. now that these guys have me going outside more like i've been i've been thinking about that a lot and i don't think i have like anything specific that i'm like crazy to see I, you know what it is is that most of the shit that i would want to see in the wild is shit that i'm currently keeping you know, like, if I saw a blue tongue in Australia, like, it, and it could be, like, in the most casual situation, I'd probably lose my shit. Yeah. Um, they took me to go see some striped mud turtles, you know, in some, like, small ponds, and I, that was cool. Yeah. If I could see some, like, diamondback terrapins and, like, the, the marshes by the Keys, like, that'd be fucking sick. I'd love to see spotted turtles. Yeah, Those yeah, that'd guys. be cool. But also, I realized I totally just lied to, like, everybody here. Indian gharial. Oh, Don't there care. you go. Don't care about anything else. Okay. Nothing else. Hell Everything yeah, dude. <laughs> when you went to Puerto Rico, was that pre or post retic? That was pre. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm sure it was happening, but it was yeah, like yeah. pre, like everyone posting about and having gotcha. spots. Um, I got family out there, so we usually we go like every year. But, okay. Um, since COVID, we have not been down or anything yeah. like that. Um, so it's been a little bit, but there's I can't wait to get back up there to finally go get some retics from there. For yeah, again, that's see all crazy, the, like, dude. Right, we haven't seen any of like you know like the red tails stuff yeah. like that yet. Um, but Puerto Rico, I've normally just been on like do little herb trips while I'm there because I'm there more so for my family. Yep. But no, I definitely want to put something together where like me and a few other people get like a real like herb expedition going yeah, on. Yeah, go yeah. for the retics, go for all the different types of boas, the um, the caimans, things like yeah, that. Yeah. I'd love to do something like that. I just got to get a little better with these frogs, man. Bro. <laughs> I'm so not worried about there. the fucking retics. I'm worried about these goddamn frogs. So, honestly, I would tell you straight up, the frogs are worse in Florida. As far as your population, yeah. like your density, there, there's so many. But in Puerto yeah. Rico, they have a lot of small species of frogs. Yeah, so, yeah, they're, yeah. they're hiding out in all the bromeliads. They're hiding in all, like, the tops of your palms and everything. Yeah. Um, That's the thing, though. Like, something small like that. You, whenever I see something small hopping, it doesn't trip me out. It's when it starts getting sizey, when it's like the size of my hand on a tree so, and it's jumping in your direction. They still have invasive Cubans. Cubans are everywhere. I'll never go. It's done. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I didn't mean to ruin it. But <laughs> Goodbye, yeah, Puerto Rico. It was nice knowing they're you. They're, they're everywhere, bro. They're, the Dude. Dudes, they're such a nuisance. Yeah. But they are a nuisance. Yeah, and no, the Cuban tree frogs. Let's and them. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, 
Dude, I can't with that. They All do right, make bro. great pets, though, man. No, they don't. They do. Stop. They do. You need them. The blasphemy. I don't need shit. <laughs> All right. Where can people find you? Uh, tag your Instagram. All right. Well, I'm dreaded underscore reptiles on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, that's going to be all wildlife education content. And I just recently, if you guys are into it, I started a homesteading and farm style account Hell yeah. called Sherman.N.Friends. So Sherman and Friends with periods in between instead of spaces. Yeah. So I'll just homestead stuff on the farm and my little animals. Hell yeah. Thanks, bro. No doubt, man. MFD, Mid-Florida Displays. Talk to me about the conception of this idea. This idea was conception of my business partner, Mark Lovins. Okay. Uh, he had the idea. I had the funds. We came together, and we started Mid-Florida Displays as a partnership. Cool, cool. So uh, the first time that I had conversations with you, it was the first time that I saw the cage that you build that fits perfectly on top of some of the racks. The rack enclosures. Yeah, the rack enclosures. How did how did that idea come around? That's an idea he said he's been sitting on for five or six years, but okay. he's never been able to conceptualize it because he didn't have a CNC router machine. Got you. That's where I came in. I went out and purchased the CNC router machine. He knows how to do the design on the machine, and he ran with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he actually was to bring. He was able to bring the life uh, enclosure that actually sits on top of a rack. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I mean, now you guys have so many different kinds. You know, obviously you guys have the racks, you know, that's kind of like, not, not the generic thing, but that's the, that's the thing that most people do with PVC. But your, the caging, the, the thought that gets put into it, the way that you guys do, uh, you know, ventilation. We were just talking about the, the uh, it, it's a four by two. Four by two by four for a Chinese water dragon. Yes, correct. And, and you know, you, you, you're telling me that, it comes with a divider, and then the person can put some sealant, and it'll hold in water and stuff like that. Like these are these are things that not a lot of people are, in my opinion, are thinking about. Uh, so I think that that's very cool. And then even as far as uh, you guys are doing stuff with acrylic too, because you guys are doing like uh, displays for we're shows. We're doing we're actually doing acrylic snake towers. Okay. Uh, we're doing acrylic displays. Yeah. Uh, but we're not doing the normal stuff. We're still working out some kinks on uh -huh. some ideas that we're doing we don't want to be normal yeah so we're bringing something different to the table we brought out some promos or demos yeah but after i test them i change them and that takes sometimes months to get the changes i want done done yeah do you think that that is a big factor of your success i think our success is due to one one issue or it's not even an issue if somebody comes to me and says they want something done a certain way, we say yes. Okay. There hasn't been a project yet that somebody's came up with that we've said no to. Okay. We're here, we're customer service based. If a customer wants an enclosure or a rack built a certain way, we're going to do our best to see if we can do it. And if yeah. we can, we do it. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, because I, I like that, that, you got, you, that you're testing a lot of this stuff. I feel like... Um, so you know one may, may like come up with an idea implement it and then put it straight to market but you really are taking your time to figure out what it is that that works so what's like your your best seller our best seller is a two-door enclosure for ball pythons really yeah it's a little it's a 48 by 18 by 14 nice because they stack up so nice they can have led lights in them they got the back heat on them is that one of the ones that you have there Yes. Okay. Is it the the one that's right there, like right next to your 
Next it, to your table? It's the one that has the acrylic uh, snake tower on it. Ah, okay. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> we do the single doors. Those are our second best sellers. If yeah. somebody buys one snake, they can buy a single door enclosure uh -huh. that's 24 by 18 by 14. Now, mind you, with something like that, uh, those, those four-foot ones, are you selling those mainly to pet owners or to breeders? Uh, those mostly go to people that have one or two ball okay. pythons. Or they may have a collection of eight. And they stack them on top of each other. Yeah. Majority of your breeders are going to go with the racks to conserve space. Yeah. So something that uh, at Daytona, I spoke to one of the, the bigger rack manufacturers, uh, specifically the metal frame ones. I'm not going to say which one it was. <laughs> uh, but I had told, so uh, an old school, so I, one of the animals that I breed are blue tongue skinks. An old school way of uh, breeding blue tongue skinks are in snake racks. Um, and then, you know, brumation cycle and then pair them one by one kind of thing. Uh, the problem is, is that it's a rack. There's no lighting. There's none of that. Uh, so, you know, right now I actually just built an outdoor enclosure. So a lot of my blue tongues are going to go outside. And then I'm trying to figure out another way to have the rest of them still inside, but in a better rack situation. So I spoke with those with those manufacturers and I was like, hey, like, have you considered making these levels a little bit bigger and then changing the replaceable top to where you can have some kind of lights? Because, I mean, belly heat, all I'm fine with belly heat, you know, because they're, they're going to be able to, to get the heat that they want. But I would like to offer some kind of UV. I would like to do these things. Do you think that you would ever consider something like that in a rack situation? We've got something like that, but it's more of an enclosure situation. Okay. Where we actually make an enclosure that does stack on top of each other, but it allows for the UVB light and the, the basking heat. light okay. to be on top. We yeah. actually build a, a false cabinet that fits on top. Uh-huh. So you can use that for storage and just stack them on top so it looks like enclosure. Then got a you. false uh, storage area where you got your lighting at and your yeah. heat at, and then you can put your next level on. Got you. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to, by the end of the weekend, I'm going to show you a style of caging that I've been looking at uh, to see if you guys can do something like that. I, I've been trying to figure out a way to to work with you guys, to get something from you guys. I saw some of the, the show displays that you guys had in like one of the Orlando shows, and I, I did like it a lot. Uh, but now as far as reptiles, what are you working with? Uh, I don't work with any of the reptiles. Really? What, what, what are those reptiles there? That is my wife. Wow. I okay. got in. She's the other reason I got in the business. Okay. Uh, she breeds ball pythons. Uh -huh. She was always at the shows. I was stuck at home doing nothing. So when the opportunity came with Mark to start doing enclosures and uh -huh. racks, it allowed me to be with my wife more often. Got I you. jumped on it. Now, I, I'm actually kind of a newbie in the reptile oh, okay, okay. industry. I'm still learning, okay. which is kind of cool. I get to travel now, and I get to see how it is in Tennessee, North Carolina, yeah, Georgia, yeah, yeah. Tampa, all over the place. So yeah. well, I support I'm getting it. an education. <laughs> Good. I, I, I support it. I like that you guys are – whenever I see, like, couples doing stuff together, like them two over there, uh, I, I get real happy. It's nice to see, you know – the, the family vibes with the businesses. But all right, where can people find you? Where can they place their orders? Uh, they can find us on Instagram or on Facebook at Mid Florida Displays. There's nothing better than the smell of coffee in the morning, okay? There's also nothing better than the smell of reptiles in the morning. Psych. Reptiles with coffee. That's the smell you want. The strongest coffee, all right? We have it for you. Head on over to the description or go to coldbloodedcaffeine.com and use the code REPTILESWITH to get your Reptiles With Coffee today. 
if you want to support us, head on over to modernreptileshop.com or in the description where you can find our merch. And the best part is, is that a percent of the proceeds from the merch gets donated to conservation. One more time, that's modernreptileshop.com or head on over to the description. For people that have been listening to this podcast for a long, long time, this face is familiar to you. You haven't seen him in a while, but he's here. Alex, so hey, say hello. Well, I mean, it might not be that familiar. I have a couple extra pounds, you know, all around, you know, scattered, you know, <laughs> but... Yeah, my name is Alex. If you haven't, if you're new, um, I am his other half to the reptiles. To the The modern reptiles. The modern reptiles, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, what's it like, like being back into like the flow of things, going to these shows? Uh, This is the the second time that you come to the uh, to the Atlanta one. Uh, We've done a couple like Daytona's. Obviously, we've been to Repticon before. Like, what's it like being back into the swing of things? So. I guess you could say it's good because I don't get to see the animals as much as I used to yeah. when we had them down in, in Miami. Miami. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool when it's different from when you send me pictures and you're like, hey, look, this is what we have. This is what we have, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Versus I'm here and I'm selling them to people and I'm looking at our animals and like I, I see like the quality of animals that come here. Yeah. And then coming to the shows is also cool to like see where things have evolved over the last couple of years because... Yeah since we don't do them as much as I don't do them as much as I as we used to or yeah. go to as many as we used to yeah. um, it's really interesting to see how things have evolved where prices have changed where animals now have those extra genes that they would just weren't having a couple years yeah, ago yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, specifically up here since I started doing these it is super cool to see different animals that we don't see in Florida yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so like to me, I've always loved reticulated pythons. I think that they're patterns, and they've always interested me. I've always been interested in them. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> um, so it was kind of cool that you could walk around and then, like, you see a couple here and there at these shows. Yeah, yeah. Something that you don't ever see in Florida. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. And then also, for, for reference, for the new people that are listening that I haven't seen Alex, uh, when people, like, some of the newer listeners think that the podcast Inception was always, like, Chuck, Tino, and I, but actually this podcast started years, years, years ago with Alex and I, and we were talking a lot about our businesses when we, when I lived in Miami still, and then like, you know, things did change when, when I moved up, like we were doing a lot of like the Zoom stuff and stuff, you know, but then it was getting harder with like scheduling and stuff, which is why we haven't uh, seen Alex in a while, but you know, the, the whole idea for what we do as like Modern Reptile has always been like, you know it's first off like everybody in the family is pretty much fucking involved in this shit so it is really a family business like we do we keep it in the family i get personal fulfillment whenever you are coming to these shows uh we're already starting to plan the stuff for next year which i'm I'm hoping to keep doing you know these repticon shows and and that you can be a part of it more often and then i'm also hoping that we can start doing this fucking podcast again yeah yeah we, we should definitely do that yeah it's it's more of a thing of like you said, the the scheduling is kind of hard because on both ends, when you're not, when you don't have a, hey, look, we're going to meet here every so often at this time. When it's like virtual, things always tend to like get in the way. So we, the problem is that we would have like podcasts, but then we like skip a week or we skip two weeks. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like, it's not cool to like, 
it's not just us more like people that are listening that do like it yeah it's not cool to just like skip a couple of weeks and then like eventually you just lose them anyways like you know yeah yeah so it, it, it kind of like slows down the steam yeah yeah so like it's good that, that you guys keep going what you guys have and I, like hopefully we can figure something out it's just everything always gets complicated one way or the other yeah i was actually thinking uh and leave a comment down below uh for because this streams through YouTube and uh, and pretty much every single streaming platform that matters. Uh, I knew that was coming. Yeah. So what I was gonna say is maybe we could do like once a month and only do it on the streaming platforms where it's like a bonus episode where like I can give you like updates about like what's going on with the business and we could talk about some of these projects and it's a more like inside look at what modern reptile is doing. That wouldn't be a bad idea. No. Yeah. It wouldn't. Hell yeah. That would work. Yeah, we're I just have to find the day. somewhere to do it. Yeah. Well, we don't have to do it with video because it'll be all virtual and it's going on platforms. There's no How video. Is we just record it. So like a phone call. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> a, a modern phone call. Uh, there you <laughs> go. So now, as far as these shows, um, you, we started going to them years, probably around like 2015. Uh, yeah. you, you, you like how they've evolved pretty much. Yeah. I mean, and down there... I haven't gone to any recently uh-huh. down there, but when we used to go to them, um, it's kind of cool to come here and see that, you know, it's it's a little bit bigger, uh-huh. you know, so I, I should probably go to a couple down there. Um, it's a good place to see different animals, you know, versus like if you go to a store, they're not going to have everything. When you go to one of these shows, uh-huh. you're going to most likely see like everything. If you If you have in your head something that you want to get, like in Florida, the things that you're allowed to get are going to be there more likely than not. Yeah. Or if you don't, you get to see the person one-on-one and talk to whoever might have had it. And then maybe they know somebody that has what you're looking for and can h- connect you face-to-face, which is better than, hey, let me go on somebody's website and make a phone call yeah. or whatever. I-, I like the personal connection that you can get here with customers. We've had customers where they'll come and they'll talk to us. And because of the conversation that we have, they didn't have any intentions of buying anything, but they're going to contact us through email or phone call later Yeah. where you're not going to make that connection through the internet. You know? Yeah. So you get something here that you don't get like that. A hundred percent. Was there anything here other than the Demon Slayer stuff that you bought? <laughs> Is there anything here that like you were like, man, I'd really like to work with this. I'd really like to get well, some Well, I'm going to give you the same answer that I've always given you when yeah. you give me that. The lychees. Yeah. Always. It's always going to be the same answer because it's always what I'm going to want. And until yeah. I get like a place where I can have yeah. my own stuff, yeah. I'm always going to give you the same answer. I promise you that when you get your place, I'm going to buy you the lychees. Then I, I will get probably more than just one. <laughs> I will buy you one lychee. No. <laughs> but it's just... <laughs> Don't worry. We can write it off. It's the company expense. There's always like... I always see animals here that are they're mind-blowing like you yeah. have nice animals but for some reason the one that i always walk by and anytime i see it i literally stop i turn around and i start looking at it is always the legion yeah always no yeah. matter where it is yeah no matter if it's in florida if yeah. it's here always yeah well one of the di- one of the times that i whenever i get to go to tiki's again it's kind of like a middle point between the two of us uh, you know, and they know you, you know, maybe we could go over there so you can see like their, their new place and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. always down to see animals. Yeah. You know, even I if know. I can't take them home with me, you know. <laughs> cool. So this is your first out of state show. This is my first out of state show. Yes. Okay. I mean, this is the, this is the beginning. 
the beginning. The beginning to uh, great but things. <laughs> as far as like what you've seen, like what what is it like as far as like different from Florida? I like the setup, like the different building setup. Um, there's a lot more stuff. Yeah, it's exciting. A lot of different reptiles. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. How the about, setup's different. Yeah, how about uh, the, the retics, the berms, the green iguanas? I am in love with that. That's what I'm excited about because uh, in the future, I'm going to get into retics. Okay. Because I'm from Florida. I can't sell that stuff over there, but I'm going to purchase yeah. them here, yeah, house yeah. them here, and start selling here okay. in the state of Georgia. So you, you're going to house them here? Yes. Okay, 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 okay. But you're not going to move up here? No, no. No, 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 no. It was in the process, but now I'm kind of sticking to florida so my first ever repticon i vended next to uh mick mick it was fred there. and then <laughs> yeah. with you yeah that that is where we first met uh, and yeah it's clearly been a, a long time since then dude yep. uh, i started with one table remember and yeah then I yeah ended yeah before and so gradually i'm trying to expand you know yeah yeah you know? well what do you so like what do you see the your future in with, with this kind of stuff is this something that are you doing it full-time or is it just I, that's what I'm trying to aim for full time. Okay. Um, I, I work in uh, construction, the retail construction business, but okay. this is my passion. I love reptiles. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking in the future, uh, down the line, I'm going to eventually get a pet shop. Okay. Um, maybe within two years. What part of Florida are you in? I'm in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Port St. Right Lucie. Now. Are there any reptile shops down there? Um, no, not that I know of. Okay. Uh, the only reptile place that I used to go to was uh, Roses. Um, exotic pet shop yeah um yeah. but other than that no yeah and wh what do you think that what do you what do you think that you can do differently in that retail space that can stick out because i know that i mean I, I'm, I am associated with some different like reptile shops and stuff like that right. and then a lot of other reptile shops have like uh kind of like a negative stigma and stuff like that it, some people get a bad taste in their mouth uh getting stuff from some reptile shops uh, but like, w what do you think that you could do differently in that space, in that area, to kind of like stick out in Florida? I think I think the most important part of it, I think, is marketing. I think I think uh, marketing and introducing healthy animals. You know, yep. um, it's a it's an important. Um, just have a variety of things to kind of liven up the uh, the audience, right? Um, yep. So. Like make it standoffish, yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, having people that are knowledgeable, yeah, yeah. Um, and also do right by the customers, right? Cool. So if something does happen, give them that warranty and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, also setups, um, something that looks out of this world, different. You gotcha. know, not copycatting any other pet shops or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's a lot of space for naturalistic setups, uh, things that. You know, when new people are coming into the hobby, they're not going straight in and seeing like tub style, uh, you know, run down style. We're right. just like bedding, hide, water, you know, something that's like real nice. So that way when they're walking in, it almost like in like a fish store sense that so you walk in and all these tanks are amazing and there's coral and there's this. Right. You know, there's definitely space for that specifically here in Florida because I think a, a you know, a good amount of shops are kind of like just copy and paste. Other than a reptile shop, uh, any like cool projects that you have coming out there? You're like, yo, like this is what I'm excited for. Do you have stuff? Is there anything here at the show so far that you've seen that you're like, I might come home with this? So the stuff that I that I would like to take home is like the reticulated pythons, but I can't. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. why I'm trying to do that here in the future. 
Um, as far as projects, just getting into uh, like uh, more of the um, high end stuff. Uh-huh. Um, uh, definitely, definitely um, stuff that I can't keep in Florida. I'm yep. gonna work with here. Yeah. And I have a good friend of mine here, Mick, that's gonna yeah. help me with that. So um, it's kind of like double tapping. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I can't do in Florida, I can do here. So yeah. I think it's the only legal way I could do things. Cool. Without getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in. And one more time, this episode was brought to you by Premium Crickets, Reptiles Express, and Repticon Reptile Shows. We'll see you on the next one.